Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is fine. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. So, we got to be on high alert. Wow. Because YouTube is on some fuck shit. Mm. What's the tea? So, my whole fucking account got deleted. Boo. This week. Yesterday, I was at work, and one of my subscribers hit me up and was like, yo, I was trying to go listen to the video that I like, and um, I can't find it. What's going on? So, I thought that... um, I just, I, like, it had signed me out or, you know, I thought I need to get, once I get home, I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. But then multiple multiple people were hitting me up like, yo, where's your videos? Like, your videos is gone. Your videos is gone. So I went and searched my name and it said that page didn't exist. And I'm like, what? So I had to come home because I don't have it connected to my phone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the email that is the recovery email for YouTube connected to my phone. So when I got home, they 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 had sent me an email the day before and it was um the it's they said that there was a video called for the fellas now this video is me no nudity no um cussing no violence no nothing like that is me in a black dress but you can't even see that i have on dress because all you see is my mid torso up so no nudity no breasts out none of that it's me taking a whip and hitting my hand. Like, literally. With the bob. Did I have a bob? No, I, I didn't have a bob. I had oh, long had red hair. Mm-hmm. No, I did have curls, yes. I remember. Yes, for the fella That video. was a really cute video. Right, but it wasn't anything. No. It wasn't anything like lewd or anything. It's me literally taking a whip and hitting my hand. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't see anything sexual. It's nothing... No cussing, no nudity, no violence, no nothing. So I'm like, what? So normally, this is the normal case. Normally, if there's a problematic video, a problematic video, they take it down and you get a strike on your account because there is a three, thri- three strikes and you're out rule. 
So if you get three strikes, they take you down. But I had no strikes because y'all know the type of videos I do. Yeah. It's just me sitting fucking talking in front of a computer or a camera, or I got somebody with me talking in front of a fucking camera. It's nothing really, mm. it's never anything jazzy. So, Besides learning how to dish, but I mean, that's <laughs> But even that, that's just me sitting in front of the camera telling you the tools to use. Yeah, that would be So I'm like, what? But even normally, so I'm like, wait, why would y'all take my whole 10-year account? I've been on YouTube since 2008. I got over 3 million views. It's like, I'm like, why wouldn't y'all just take the video down and just give me a strike? Why did y'all... Delete, the whole, delete the whole account. Like I didn't get it over this video. Like what? Like it doesn't. It didn't make sense to me. So I'm, I'm talking to whoever I can talk to. And if, I, but then I remember, ballroom throwbacks got their their account deleted as well, Caesar. And so I hit up Caesar like, hey, how did you get your account back when they deleted? Like I asked him like, what was up? And he was like, yo, he was like, I don't know what the fuck they was on, um, but I had talked to somebody about it and they made a petition. And um, a celebrity, he didn't tell me who the celebrity was, but a celebrity had shared it. And it just got the masses rallied around him and they end up reinstating his account. So anybody listening, (laughs) if you want to um, help me get my account back, it's really I've been doing this work for 10 years. I love YouTube. I love the platform. And I know Marsha Play now is my baby. And I haven't been on YouTube a lot, but there's tons of videos on there that's just like so kinda, many people tell me how much you help me. Even you help me. Even that's how I like, discovered you. Me too. It's and last like just yesterday we just talked to somebody who said that she learned about being transgender from your videos in 2013. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, it's also crazy. I've heard of some um, trans men that had some. They got the strikes where you were talking about. It uh-huh. seemed like they were. They were going after LGBT people. But, you know, they changed their algorithm. So if you had rainbow in your name, rainbows on the picture, if you like say you have rainbows on your picture, not the now, mind you, the white ones that get all kind of views and all kind of ratings. No, they ain't doing shit to them. But but there's certain small ones like ballroom throwback. And I'm not trying to say it's because they we black, but I mean, it seems like that. It seems like that because only people who I know affected by it. Who's got their account deleted is me and um, Bob yeah, y'all are, y'all and they are, are really specific black platforms. Yeah, y'all are getting y'all's deleted. The difference is they were getting strikes. I heard right. they getting strikes and or getting their getting monetized throw, yeah. thrown off of it. Right. So I don't. I didn't ever make a ton of money off YouTube. It was cute. It could pay a rent or two, but it wasn't never sickening. So mm. it was always just for the resource for people to come listen to for me. It yeah. was a part of part of my work. It was a right. part of what I do. And so I don't know. I'm like, why? It just seems strange. I've seen the most ridiculous shit on YouTube. Baby, yes. Hell I've yes. seen people give birth. I've seen people have sex changes. I've seen people yeah. fighting. I've seen people having sex. Not that they got flagged too. Suicides. Suicides. I've seen so many shit. So for, for my account, that's been up for 10 years. I got so many legends. Miss Miss Major Griffin Gracie on there. I got fucking Lewis Mitchell. I got um, old heads and young heads and just so many people. So for them to just delete this archive that I have, interviews with my mom, interviews with my brother. Mm. So for them to delete it is really, really annoying to me. And you were the, one of the few people I would subscribe to. 
Right. It's crazy. <laughs> That's whack. Because Simon is like one of the best storytellers. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. like, like all those stories. I remember like staying up at nighttime and Kiki and like, <laughs> oh my God, you have no under, no idea how many times I laughed to tears about that. Um, I think it was called training embarrassing clock moments uh-huh. or something. The one where you had to do the pee test. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I used uh-huh. to kick here all of those videos. Yeah, I, I just feel like um I feel like I'm being unfairly targeted. I it yeah. just seems shady. Yeah, so especially over a video like that. Come on now. Right. It, I want y'all. Was it because your boobs was out? Because the, 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 the girls was there, but it but was. But how many videos have you seen with people boobs out? And not when we say boobs out, but we talk about cleavage. We yeah. just talk about cleavage. Yeah, just cleavage. No but nipple, that's the no only nothing. reason why I could think they would think that anything was wrong with it. But still, it's bitches. Like, there are videos of people showing before and after of their breast augmentation I surgery. I remember getting all types of horny watching twerk videos and stuff on That's YouTube. That's on there right now. And not, <laughs> not even twerk videos. <laughs> Fucking bitches are stripping and on And grinding YouTube. and all this, of that. And this wasn't that. So, <laughs> for me, I feel like it's really shady. So, it if is. you are um, uh, a fan of mine, yes. I would really appreciate it. If you go on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on any social media that has a YouTube and storm the motherfuckers, tell them that they that you want to get my um my account reinstated. Make sure you at Google and at YouTube and at me. I'm gonna put the link of my channel in the bottom. Um, you just gotta make sure you at them and at me and. You can post the link to my channel. I'm going to put it in the bottom and on Facebook, whatever platform. Yes, definitely go out there and try to get this magnificent platform back. So, you know, somewhere about you. But that's why we got to have our own shit. And so I'm in the, but, but that takes resources. Yes. We're in the process of getting things and, um, uh. And I'm I'm taking care of that. I'm gonna. Yeah. We're in the process of getting sites and all that kind of stuff, but it takes resources, so that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. True, true. So so we can have our own platform that motherfuckers can't take. Can't down. snatch nothing. <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh-huh. I have the papers to this. I have the papers. Yeah. And make sure yep. y'all donate. You said you were gonna do what? Oh, I'm sorry. My name is on the dotted line. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, if you guys want to support, definitely start a petition. Definitely um, hit up YouTube. Send them emails. However, you can contact them. Bug the fuck out of them, and I really would appreciate it because I have so many videos that I just want up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, Martha's Plate is my new baby, but that's like yo, you know, that's like, like your you firstborn. Just... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. I can I can, I can imagine if I got because then not only that you could see yourself transition too in a way and grow as a person. So like I just yeah, imagine I mine getting some old videos that I had that I'm like no I don't have that view no more that's problematic as fuck hell yeah <laughs> like I've seen some and I'm like it and it might well if certain parts it'll be like oh yeah I still agree with that but then certain parts be like mm, I don't agree with that anymore <laughs> you just my growth is ten years I should have yeah. if you're not changing then you're not you yeah. not living yeah. so. You know, and I didn't know every single thing I needed to know at 25, 26 when I started YouTube. So now I'm 37. Of course, I've grown so much since then. So, and the fact that you motherfuckers would go back 2009, (laughs) it was a video posted on 2009. It might be that motherfucker. That's what I was just about to say. The guy that got mad about you. (laughs) What if it was? 
And if it is you, girl, I know you heard us on Marsha's play, so I'm pretty sure you heard us. <laughs> but so no, we, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think it was him no because the way, the way they worded it, it was different. It, it, it would have oh, been something else because I've seen it when it was somebody else did it to you. Oh, okay. um, but we oh, well. we was about to get you, girl. <laughs> but luckily, I still got that video, so it'll be posted on my secondary channel, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> if it was you, ho. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't think that that was the case. Um, definitely at me at YouTube. I'm gonna put the link to my channel on the bottom. Um, please, 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 please support your girl. Tell them why you love the channel. Why it's an important platform. I know I'm not big and huge, but I'm one of the black trans presence that's not kissing white people's butt. I know that. So support your girl, please. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. What else did I want to talk about? Because that was kind of brief. Well, um, I wanted to talk about what happened to me the past, this past weekend. Okay, we can go into that. I thought he was gonna go next. Oh go no, ahead. well no, go ahead, Z. We'll wear it out. But we already here, so we go are. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my bad. So you said. I mm -hmm. didn't mean to snatch the mic. Like <laughs> go ahead. It's okay, to get it out. So I I need <laughs> diamonds for an opinion. On okay. This. Okay. And I need the viewers too, so I'm gonna be looking for they that hashtag Marsha's plate. Mm -hmm. So okay, so my people who have been in relationships or that are in a relationship, these two incidents happen so much time. Can I really just spill tea like that? Because that's going to spill tea. But like they don't know tea, right? Okay, so anyways. So we went to Walmart. Everybody know we hoes. <laughs> we are escorts. We are sex workers. We are all whores. You know. Oh, God. I'm not active. It's a, it's I'm not active, but if some, do <laughs> some coins come to my lap, I'm going to take them. <laughs> She's that girl. Okay. <laughs> well, since y'all said that. The, well, there was an incident that happened at Walmart where I had this dress on. I had this short dress on. Mm -hmm. But we were going to go out. But when I was in the car, I said, you know what? I know we're about to get some attention. She was looking so, banging, too. Babe, like, just get ready for it. So we go into we As soon as we go So on, you're warning everybody. Before I'm, we. I'm looking A1. Sexy, it wasn't comma. a warn, it was just like, okay, I know I'm gonna get a lot of attention. I kind of go, uh huh, okay. yeah, I, was, I didn't have time for it, right? But yeah, it so ended up not biting me in the ass, anyways. So, mm -hmm. I we go inside, and 
The first aisle we went to, I'm like, okay, this isn't it. So when I come out, it's a, a group of guys walking behind me, but I came out too quick, and Z wasn't behind me. So I, Z said that they was talking about my body and my ass, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go into the aisle, Z catches up. These guys walk past, and, like, they're all in the aisle. I'm like, oh, that's so extra, but I'm paying it. And then they do a U-turn. When they do a U-turn, I kick key because it's so obvious. Why would you do that? That was funny to me. So I'm laughing. It annoys Z. So I'm like, okay, I'll let <laughs> The way her and face so, went straight. She was, like, saying all that. She said, it annoyed Z. And then got a mean <laughs> face. Go see, it annoyed me when it happened. <laughs> so... We go and check out. I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm ready to go. We go and check out. I'm <laughs> noticing everybody staring at me. I'm like, okay, oh, this is kind of awkward. And, like, I'm paying attention. Z is talking to me. I'm I'm talking to him back, but Z is noticing that I'm paying attention to everybody, paying attention to me, and it's making me feel some type of way. So we get in line, and this one guy looked at me. Because and I, how dare you feel or feel? Fear, not feel, fear that you're about to have another embarrassing clock moment in a grocery store. In a grocery right? store. Because here when, we go again. Baby, listen. So <laughs> we get in the line and this one guy looks at me. I start laughing. I'm like, okay, they're being extra. So he goes, see, that's what I'm talking about. And then like storms off. And Girl, like, I did not do all that. You did. It was like a mini <laughs> one, two. It happened for like three seconds. You stormed off and then like kind of get you thought about off. it and then came back. And was like, oh, shut Look up. at these chips. <laughs> shut up. I was like, no, you just embarrassed me, yes. And so I'm I'm kind of over it this time. He, he's over it. And we stand in line with this long line. I noticed that the group of guys that had did the U-turn are in our line. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to face forward. It was only two guys, but. It was okay. So okay, <laughs> more than one person makes a group. I'm gonna be messy because I'm a whore, but they fine. <laughs> I, because I have a boyfriend. No, just no. be honest. Yeah. No, Z already told me they was buffing fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the friend was ugly, but the guy who approached me, I wouldn't say he was fine, but he was. He had muscles. He's not your type. He would sound like my type. Yeah. He was like 6'3", yeah. 6'4", probably 200 and something pounds, muscle with some dreads, dark skin. He wasn't ugly, but he wasn't my tea. Right. But either way, he came up in, like, in the middle of the line. Like, it's a long line. He comes all the way to the front. They was at the back. And he goes, um, hey, a couple of years back, did your, li- did your car break down at the light? I think I helped you. I was like, no, it wasn't me. And I'm like, I have this whole sting face, like bitch, like girl. I couldn't see like, her face. My whole, my whole thing was like, oh, here we go, bitch. You done, you done did all this extra, so now you really just being a bold ass bitch, and you coming into my face, making some bullshit ass lie, and you trying to get into my tea. So I'm like, okay, I'm irritated at this point. And then he he goes and asks me a question, like, are you sure it was you? I was like, yeah, I know. I've never seen you before. We've never met. And he walks up, and then I guess he was kind of embarrassed. I didn't give a fuck because he was like making a scene that's annoying to me. So I was making a scene. Not you. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. I thought you no, said Z. Not Z. You. I'm sorry. No, but afterwards, you you still had an attitude, and then we he got into it about it. Z felt like I should have said that he was my boyfriend because Z thought that he was talking to me. 
But I told Z that if you thought he was flirting with me, then you should have said something. So mm-hmm. I didn't think that. So the next night happens. We go out to the club. And we were our friends, but we're not together. Me and Z, we're kind of like a, um, apart from each other. And this guy comes up and is like, oh, hey, Sammy. And gives him like this big ass three-second hug, chin to the forehead. Hey, let me just say this. It's a perspective to every story. And so (laughs) I was like, ugh. (laughs) And then when he walked, when he was walking away, I was like, that's my boyfriend. Because Z has said the other night, if you if the situation that occurred, I would have wanted you to say something. I would have wanted him to say something. So I motherfucking said something. And so, okay, so based on you felt, based on the Walmart situation. Based that on Z, her stories. Th- her that side Z should have said something. <laughs> Z should have said something to you, right? Right. No, Z should have said something to him. To the nigga that was talking to me, if, if he, he if he felt some he kind of way, right? Me, but I didn't think that then because you said you would have said something. So the same situation happened uh, later on the next and day I or whatever, and you did what you said you would have did. I sure did. That's my boyfriend. Yes. Okay. And so he he was like <laughs> okay and kind of like looked at me and and flipped his two bun his one bundle and a half hair, and I was like girl. <laughs> As she walked off, because she was, like, really, really extra skinny. Like, she looked like she was probably 5'5", five, five, 25 pounds. You know. Mini. Yeah, real small. I was just like, bitch, I will crush you. Mm-hmm. So, me and Z get into about that, because he says, oh, you're always doing these embarrassing situations, and now you got my friends doing all this extra, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, the same situation happened to both of us. Right. We just reacted Similar to it Similar situation, right. not same. Well, What's your view, Z? I didn't think I was going to be able to tell my view. I really didn't want to talk about it again. <laughs> I don't like putting our business out there like that, but. I'm not putting, hold on, first of all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not I'm just saying, my, I'm not saying you were, I'm just saying I don't. I don't like to feel like. Well, what are you? I'm sorry. What are you referencing to? Okay, so we were in Walmart and. (laughs) 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 This is funny. We were in Walmart. We were in Walmart. Now that's what burns my. I just it probably wouldn't even take him that long to answer this question, but okay, go ahead. You was in Walmart. Mm Mm-hmm. Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) We were in Walmart, and it was you know the story that she told was correct. We was in the story. I mean, in the store, and then like. Where do I start? Okay, so my whole thing is when we're out in public, Mia is always aware of her surroundings, right? But it's like hyper aware. It's like, it's like okay, this could be very beneficial type of aware. Because <laughs> it's like you can catch a lot of stuff. Like, Maybe not like <laughs> So it's like I don't shun her for it. But at the same time, when it's just me and her chilling, doing basic shit like this, like catching necessities from Walmart, is kind of like, okay, why are we focused on everybody else so much all the time? Why, when I'm talking to you, it'll be going out through another ear? Why, when I ask you a question, I have to repeat the question 24 times? And it's just whack to me sometimes to be, it's like, where's the balance? There has to be a balance to me. I'm definitely going to clear this up. Go ahead. So well, let me let me clear up uh, just this portion of it, mm-hmm. and I'll let you continue. So, 
because this is a trans platform and I want to make sure that our audience is getting what they need for it. And instead right. of this just being a couples counseling yes, ma'am. situation. <laughs> so <sighs> as trans people, especially trans women, the reason why I say especially trans women is because mm. trans men are, are going into manhood like they're going into navigating world. the world <laughs> as a man and yeah. so women are objectified more than men right so going into womanhood you come into a space where if you look sexy men think that they have can have access to you mm-hmm. in a way that's different than women think that they can have access to men so right. us being out in public in sexy clothes does garner women, just cis and trans, a certain amount of attention that you have to deal with in this world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Add on top of that that Mia has gone through things in public with Z that they have had previous incidents about when she would get clocked and it become problematic. So, and but even even prior to that situation, as a single woman, mm-hmm. me, if I'm out and I'm in some sexy clothes, and I'm in a public space, there's a certain level of anxiety that a trans woman gets because the scenario can be, oh, my God, the guy is into me. Like, oh, my God, he's looking, he's flirting and into me. It could change from flirting to into me in 0.1 second to, wait, is that a dude? Oh, man, I think you're trying to talk to a dude. Oh, shit. Oh. And then it can turn to violence just yeah. because we we know Islam Nettles. She's dead and in the ground because of this exact scenario. Dude's trying to flirt with her in public, and then she tells her tea mm. just to get them to leave her alone, and they bash her. So understand that it is really, really natural in a situation, a public situation, for a trans woman to pay attention to her surroundings, especially when males are involved because men kill women, mm-hmm. especially black women. We especially know. Especially black trans it's women. Not, so I want to put that out there. But I also feel that Mia, this is something that she has to work on because do I think this situation was a dangerous situation? No. Could it have turned? Absolutely. But I don't think this was a dangerous situation. And sometimes her hyper, her paying attention to more than what she should can cause her more problems than needed. Because if you're in a situation like Walmart, if you're just paying attention to, let's get our shit and get up out of here, this situation wouldn't happen. Now, not, there's not saying that he wouldn't have came up to you, but also Z, you really shouldn't have left her. Like you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have. And I didn't think, I don't think mm-hmm. you left her in the same way, like in the past. Oh yeah, I did. I think, leave her. I think you mm-hmm. just went. A, she walks in a, fast in a distance. Um, mm-hmm. But even like when y'all were checking out, you should have stayed there checking out because if you couldn't see her face or hear her talking to the guy, you were too far. Especially oh, no, in that no, situation. no, they were talking low. 
weren't y'all talking low? Y'all were in the same. If you couldn't see or hear it, you were too far away. Okay, I I was. I was by the. You know how Walmart they all have the same settings. I was by like the cookies and stuff, like standing right there. But Mm -hmm. she had her head turned, and he was talking low, Mm -hmm. and he was like just looking down on her, just talking kind of low. Mm-hmm. And because there was a lot of people in line, so right. I couldn't I couldn't see her her facial expressions. I could hear a little bit of her tone of voice, but I couldn't ex- hear exactly what it was exchanged. But I heard like, yeah, I helped you out a few years ago, and then kind of after that, I didn't really hear anything. Yeah, you should have been closer. Yeah, so. you should have been closer. But go ahead, tell your side story. Um, I just wanted to give the context of that so people understand how it could lead to confusion. It could lead to. I'm paying attention to everything around me because it it, it gives you a certain level of anxiety. Of yeah, anxiety. yeah. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Instead of her telling me, okay, um, I'm I'm laughing and stuff because this is my way of expressing nervousness. I didn't think it. I thought she was getting uh like. Oh, I'm loving this situation because she was the laughing attention. and smiling. Yes. I'm thinking you like the attention. So we <laughs> we was in line. Should she not? What? Not like the attention? Mm-hmm. No, it's not that if she likes the attention or not. It's kind of like, okay, you're not focusing on what I'm saying to you and that I'm here because you're enjoying everybody else's attention. attention. Right. So I took it as that. And then we fast forward, we were in line and, you know, I was kind of already frustrated because <coughs> I don't know. I've been frustrated lately dealing with financial issues, my own emotional battles that I go through because I don't have friends that I could just hit up. And, you know what I mean? Like nobody's really ever asking me how I'm doing. You know, Mia has that. She, Mm -hmm. you know, she has friends like that. And she's like the only person I could just really just vent, feel comfortable enough to vent to like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm dealing with my own internal issues. So I'm very frustrated because I'm broke. I'm dealing with a lot, and then plus, I'm like my the person that I feel like I can do all this with is not focusing on me. We're not spending time together. She works a lot. This is the only time we have together, and you focus on everybody else. Mm-hmm. So that's really where it was coming from. I took out my frustrations on her. So he comes up, and you know, I just was quiet. I was like, "Fuck it." As long as I don't see anything forward, him not touching her or whatever, I'm just be quiet. But I still see it as him trying to flirt, and it's obvious he's trying to flirt. Right. But I'm going to just leave it alone. I don't know if this is a client or not. I don't know who this man is. They could know each other. And the reason why she paying attention to him so much is because she probably know him and not telling me. So I'm just that, like. I forgot about I forgot about that layer of y'all mess in the past. So <laughs> they do have some sticky mess in the past, but we ain't even going to talk about that. I can see that. I can see that. Right. Justifiable. Right. And she does. She already feels like she can't express herself to me. So it's like kind of I have to figure out everything on yeah, my own. Yeah, because you my, do get a little bit extra. Yeah. My first yeah. instinct is to get mad now. So I'm just like, I need to chill. And not take my frustrations out on people. But that was that. And then when we got in the car, I'm like, if I'm here and y'all having this lengthy conversation to me, why don't you say, I'm with my boyfriend right now. I don't really, well, I didn't say it in this tone. But I'm like, <laughs> you should have said, I'm with my boyfriend right now. So I'm done talking to you. After he kept going on and on and on and repeating the same thing. But she did turn him, she did. Yeah, she turned him down. Yeah, so it wasn't like she did the wrong thing. Right. It just you. I Because it didn't go in my favor how right. it was supposed to go, it was wrong. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah. After I see that he probably could have even thought that we wasn't together because we wasn't making any contact. Right, we wasn't making right. any contact. I was like, okay, I'm over that situation. 
But then this, the, we, we got over it. But then the next day, she felt like something similar happened. And then this whole conversation came up again, the previous thing. She felt like it was two same of uh, the same type of deals. I was like, no, it's not really the same type of deals. But, it you know. It's the same, but it's similar. I can see I can see that. Okay. But we was there, and, you know, I have a lot of fans in the gay scene. So every time I go out. Every time I go out, somebody speaks to me. Somebody is very forward. They put me on stage all the fucking time. So it's always something. I'm used to it now. But I know it's different when me and go, me and Mia go out. And that's why I don't really like to invite her to the gay places because she even said I'm tired of the gay scene like that. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to just leave alone and hang out with my friend here because this is the only place he feels safe because he's a trans man. So well, I was like, okay. Why I feel, the reason why I'm getting tired of the gay scene now being in a relationship is because the disrespect, the like, the cuntiness, the cattiness, like all that extra, it it gets too much for me in the gay yeah. scene. So I'm just like, I would rather not deal with that. Being in a relationship prior to being in a relationship, I love the gay scene because it's someplace I can have fun. Yeah, I can be yeah. stress relief. I don't have to worry about no bitch. Get, well, yeah, you can and, worry and it's about not saying that getting to it, but it's it's something that you can. It's just a place where you could just. You feel safe. You should yeah, feel yeah, safe. Yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, it's not reason. saying. It's not that I don't like the girls. Yeah, I'm not saying that I, will, I don't invite you because I know you don't like it. I'm saying I know you would prefer not to. And it's somewhere I don't really I don't really care for going out. So I'm like, okay, if we both don't really care for being here, I'm just be going here for the sake of my friend. I'm just hanging out with my friend. So that was that. So this this gay guy comes up to me and he kind of scares me how he looks he's like got on a lot of makeup his weave is i'm like oh first instinct but that sounds homophobic but i'm not saying that it was just like if he you wasn't look beat, you look beat. if you don't you don't <laughs> you should deny so that's what i was <laughs> like i was surprised by the whole situation <laughs> he called me by my escorting name and i was like okay this is somebody who knows of me and could be a client so he was like are you sunny I was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, my gosh, we talked on social media before. I hugged me and left. And then Mia was like, that's my boyfriend. As I intercepted. As he me, left. As he, yes. as he was leaving. Yes, it did. So it was a really brief moment so of I recognize you from online. <laughs> and I, y'all hug briefly. <laughs> And Real intimately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> intimately. It wasn't to you. intimate. <laughs> Just because it, it was a hug. His, his motherfucking the witnesses forehead there. was on Z Chin. Well, and it, everybody's forehead is going to be on Z Chin if they hugging them. No, not that close. <laughs> it's supposed to be a church hug. I don't. <laughs> I don't want no touching. You you get a pat pat and send you go your the money there for your merry way. And then the fact that the other trans girl that was with us was trying to coach me on hugging. I was like, because of me. I was like, yeah. come on now. Give you a little tit a little tit tat and go on about your business now. We're not getting up close and personal so you can smell my cologne on you the next day. No. We only give you a little one, two, three and send you about your way and you be a fan, but not nothing. But it was a one, two, three. Yeah. It was really brief. It was too much for me. It was too much for it you. Much. So <laughs> I had to let that bitch know next time she see me, girl, that's keep my it cute. And that's my boyfriend. But she said, okay, and pushed it. And I felt yeah. like he should have said something. And mind but you. But because I took it out of proportion. You told your story. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> be okay. fair. Be fair. <laughs> so 
so mind you, Mia was on the other side, of, uh, like on the opposite side I of me. She wasn't away. close to me. She was actually further than me than I was of her in I Walmart. I was five feet away. In Walmart, she was, fur- she was further than me than I was, you know? So he hugged me, and then, like, how was he supposed to know we was together? So he probably wouldn't have come up to me if he knew me and me was holding hands. So I thought of in that same perspective in Walmart, if we was holding hands, he probably wouldn't have came up to us. But it's still, it was still a client. He probably would have still messaged me or something like, I saw you, or I get the messages all the time. I saw you. Right. But the guy that was, okay, so I left yeah. that detail. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell my story. Go ahead. <laughs> and so the guy was just like, okay. And then he just kept, he rolled his eyes and kept walking. And I was like, if I was him, I'd be like, okay, too, because I was just giving him a hug. I was just saying, hey, I recognize you. Hug and leave. You don't demand but she anybody took that, that disrespects me. But she took it in this, in a in a context that I was defending him. But I was just saying, if I was him, I would probably have done the same thing. Like, okay, that was just a fun fact that you was throwing in the air. All I was doing I was, was giving him a hug. Head. No, <laughs> that's how it would have been. For yeah, me. if I was in if his I shoes. just if I recognize somebody from the internet, I'm like, oh, hey, Donnell, how are you? Let's walk on. I see you on the internet, and I give you a hug, and then walk off. Like it was really brief, like no extra. Mm-hmm. And you say, "That's my boyfriend." I'm gonna be like, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. that's exactly what I'm gonna say. He's cute or oh, whatever. Keep going. Congratulations, baby. Right. Or something like that. How she said, I, f- I she think I should have said something. I was like, why? I didn't really, ta- I didn't really have to unless he was being forward. Like I, there was no reason for me to if it was just like boom, bam, it's ending. Right, because it was cool. <laughs> so in a way, it wasn't similar, but in a way, it was. Cause and then you started to go out because she was embarrassing you mm-hmm. in front of your friends. Yeah, I didn't. Yes. I don't think it was. I didn't say it home. was because she embarrassed me in front of my friends. It was mostly because they see her as this big dramatic person now. And I'm not. I'm just not that bitch. I don't put so up with really. Shit. So the first incident was at Chacho's, but still, she shouldn't have tried my pussy. Diamond, one time. Mia has bad roll rage, right? Uh-huh. And she be cutting in front of people like crazy. And so, like, this lady got mad at her for cutting her off with her son in the car. And she threw a cup at her car. And then and so Mia decided to follow her. Ass. And then Mia decided to stop. Both of them decided to stop. It was a whole group of people. And then I was I had to get out the car, too, to defend Mia and because of her bad temper. And no, we all was about to twirl. And I was about to get jumped and everything. But I was like, Mia, let's go. And it took me a minute to tell her to go so her temper is really bad so for me to get embarrassed i think it's not really what people take it as like it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed like it takes a lot because i have a a sister that goes every time we go on the public she does this fucked up ass weird dances and don't care about looking stupid so it's like (laughs) (laughs) you're used to people being extra yes let me say this you need to get some mace if you if you roll right roll right girl and you got people and they get straight, get some mace. Keep some mace but in your listen, car. If somebody chunks a car something at your I didn't know it was a cup. I know what it was. All I have mm. don't on the side of my car. I'm ready to twirl. I don't care if I cut you off or not. Who you got in the car with it's you? Mostly Nobody her. was dead. And if you would have had some mace, you could have sprayed the whole car yes, and God. pulled off. Yes, Can God. I be honest? It's yeah. mostly it's mostly her her <laughs> anger and how she handles situations is what embarrasses how me. It's not because she's trans, like 
it's never been right now. Right now, because the previous situation was a trans thing. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't no anger. But you don't. But you gotta understand. (laughs) When I was younger, I dealt with situations where I let people run me or run over me. Let them do anything that they wanted to do and just pay the dust, turn the other cheek, tight teeth. Now that I'm older, I'm like everything that I feel some type of way. Of course, there's a certain way that you should handle yourself. Yes. But she would get mad but, at me if I did the same thing. Because but you do do the same thing, no, right? Beca- no, yesterday, no, I don't pop off like her. Mm-hmm. But lately, I catch myself. Do you pop off to her? Like she sounds like she pops up to people doing shit to her. But you do in w- y'all previous situation, you'll pop off to her. Oh, I'll pop off to anybody if I felt disrespected. No, I'm not talking about like in a. You scared to pop off to people, but you seem like you, if there's a situation that, like the situation at Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I don't like, mind expressing well, why my... did you keep talking to him? And why did it? It seems like you will pop off to her. Yeah, the difference between me and her is I'll tell her how I feel in that situation. She'll mm-hmm. linger it on and then kind of just hold it in, and then when I do express myself, pop off of me, and then it will be these battles between so who is right or who has the most struggle or who. It's like the battle of who's struggling the most, and whoever struggles the most is who wins. And I'm like, I'm not that type okay. of person. I'm <laughs> not that type yeah. of person. Like the battle of the trans, the yeah. trans, oh, I'm a trans woman, you, I struggle more. Oh, no, I'm a trans man. I That's struggle basically more how it be oh, seeming. Uh, extra bullshit. Dude, don't it be seeming like that? I don't know what the like fuck that? he is talking about right now. <laughs> Oh, that is, see, I don't that's know. what he be going through. I don't be, I don't be, it don't be the If he's seeming thing. like that, don't it, Darvin? I don't know. What y'all got going on? <laughs> what, always, to me, every situation that I'm in with y'all, y'all both are doing the same thing, and y'all are trying to battle to see who was right about doing the same fucked up shit. Right. Like... <laughs> We ain't going to go into detail, but I'm going to give a little detail. Just a little bit. So they had an incident where they both was going through each other's phone, finding shit. Right. And then one person was mad at the and other every, person. But everybody mad at the other person for going through each other's phone. What? Y'all yeah. both going through each other's phone but and finding wait. stuff. But wait. The way he went through my phone, no. no, it's the same way. It don't. He is not about to go through that. They will go through each other's phone, both of them, and find something. And then they, they each one of us mad. Well, I found this. I remember when you found this, and I found this. And you, I, I remember what you said to him, and I remember what you said to her. Oh, you still talking to her? Oh, you still talking to him? Oh, da, da, da. and it just would be, and I would be sitting there like, what? Bro, I swear the fights be over the smallest shit, but like the major shit be we handle it pretty well. It's weird. It'd be the small stuff that would be the real big fights, but it'd be the big stuff we handle in good ways. So mm-hmm. it's weird. It's just, we learn <laughs> that at the end of the day, usually they're misunderstandings, but it's just like that heat of the moment trying to come to an It takes a couple Mia, of days Mia, to Mia trigger down. Got, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I had I'm one of those introverted angry people mm-hmm. but she's like extroverted angry. like she don't mind just going all out and being mad yeah, but me yeah, you try my pussy you're gonna know it me when i'm burnt like i have a bad temper too but i think her temper is worse than mine it's not. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i ain't seen none of y'all tempers <laughs> but, <laughs> so i don't know because yesterday let me tell you a story yesterday this asian lady decided that she was gonna finagle her two twice in two different places they decided they was gonna cut in front of us the same ladies? No, it was two different two, two different ladies. people. And then like the cashiers both was just like okay with it. And I spoke up about it and I got mad. 
And so, like, sometimes when I speak up about certain stuff, me would be like, Z. Yeah, but he was right about it. He was. <laughs> we, bought, we were in Urban Outfitters, and it was an Asian lady uh, checking us out. But Z was in line for me. So I said, oh, let me check the price on this. So I looked. Uh, I went to go check the price. It walked right back. As I guess b- while I was walking back, the Asian lady had been stood beside us, and Z was like, I don't know why she's right there. There's no line right there. So I guess in the midst of me leaving, the late, the cashier said, oh, she was next. And Z was like, no, she wasn't. We was here first. Mm. <laughs> See, sometimes I could be too outspoken. No, but that don't sound like right. too outspoken to me. He was right, though. But mm. sometimes I can be real. I know that wasn't, but sometimes I could be like how I handle Like, I could be right in a situation, but how I handle it, like, say I I take it too far, and I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I'll be, it seemed like I'll be stirring up trouble to Mia. <laughs> so. Well, it'd just be, it'd be shit that's <laughs> happening, and I'd be like. But when she does the same no, thing. No, but no, listen. It'd be <laughs> stuff that happens. So, like, say, for instance, somebody <laughs> does something right beside us. Instead of walking away and talking about it so we don't start no shit, they be like, did you see what they just did? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I'd be like, okay, so you ready to twirl? No, I don't want to twirl. But I, I did not say fuck. that. No, it'd be that type <laughs> thing, though. So in this situation, you brought this up because, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. The, I guy, the guy at the Walmart, you handled the situation by saying, no, I don't know you, and yeah. he's trying to come back by holler, da 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 da, mm-hmm. and Z gets an attitude about it, mm-hmm. and you say that if you you should have been standing close, you should have been saying something. If you was gonna feel some kind of way, yeah. you should have said something right there in that moment. Now, mind you, but Z, I feel like it was no need for me to say anything because she turned it down, right. absolutely. But it also wasn't no need for you to start talking shit in the car about the scenario either. It's the yeah. same situation. If she shut him down. There should never have been anything you said in the car. It was shut down. Okay, let's go do whatever we was going to do when we left Walmart. (laughs) And boom. Point blank, it was just me taking out my frustrations. Of whatever. Yeah, all types of shit. And then then fast forward to the next day, a similar situation. It's not the same situation because old boy don't sound like he was trying to holler at Z. Even though... You say my trade's uh, escort name, I'm thinking some shit. (laughs) So you say the escort name, (laughs) and you come up and hugging, and based on the y'all past situations, I'm like, mm. But I don't think I would have said it if it was so brief. Like, because it was so brief, I would have just let them make it. I wouldn't have said nothing. But because you did, you was like, oh, I'm going to say something. Since you didn't say nothing the other night, I'm going to show you what you should have did. And you said something. Mm-hmm. And then that turned into uh, why are you embarrassing me situation. Yes. And so all these petty <laughs> little late little things that y'all both think are late and stupid. And y'all shouldn't be arguing about it. All right. So on to the next subject. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I just want to get why you brought up that topic, though. I brought up the topic because I was I wanted to know about rela- I wanted people's advice on relationship etiquette. What do you think should have happened? Hashtag Marsha. All right. I just wanted to know how young is too young. And as you guys know, a lot of trans people are still well not a lot, but whoever decides to do hormones and surgeries, we're still kind of a social experiment because they don't know what body, what the hormones could do to us long term. Um, right, we're still in that pioneering stage of hormones and surgeries. So, with that being said, how young is too young? Um, 
for children to start HRT, start blockers, when do you feel like it's okay to start doing social changes as far as calling them the right pronouns and going based off of what they say they want to identify as. Me personally, I feel like, because they say, um, I was looking on pbs.org, they say that three years old is when a child starts to become aware of their gender identity. So I feel like if your kid is saying it that early, I feel like at that point, I feel like it's fine to do a little social change to start up, change up things one by one. You don't necessarily have to change, uh, unless you can see that they're suffering. It depends on, because you know, we all have different dysphoria centered around different things. So, but you know your child. So I feel like social changes should be um, taken immediately. But as far as hormones and stuff, um, could start around whatever puberty is going because you can get off blockers and I mean you can get on blockers and changes can be reversible still and they won't be harmful to you um, so I feel like that should be the case social from 3 to 13 and then 13 if they decide they want to get on blockers and they've been consistent they could do that so but as far as um, hormones super early before puberty and stuff, I don't really agree with that because I feel like what if the child wants biological children later on in life? So that's my perspective. What about y'all? Okay, so <laughs> I feel like, like Z, like being an older trans woman, when it, I think that, I think that Having the choice to having the choice to reproduce is something important because it's as you always hear cis people say, "Oh, that's that's why you this and you can't have children and oh, you gonna turn into that and blah, blah, blah. and it's just like it's possible to have children, but when you start that process so young, like what happens to your reproductive organs, and then you're so young, is there a way that you can reserve and any chance of reproducing in the future? Because you also, haven't even started puberty. And also, <laughs> we're still kind of social experiments, so it's kind of like, what risks did you put on your child? Because you don't know how long being on hormones for a specific amount of time, what it could do, or even how long blockers, you could be on blockers, how long is it acceptable to be on blockers? You know, even though they say the changes could be reversible, but I don't like how long can those changes, you know, you just never know because we're still a social experiment still because people don't even recognize trans men in a lot of situations, you know, and uh, we're still not represented. So it's like right now, what is too young? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've talked about this before on my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. I am, I think I have a controversial stance on this. Because mm -hmm. um, when I posted my video about it, people were, you know, disagreeing with me. But, you know, <laughs> I, trans folks are not a monolith. We have different mindsets and different things. Mm -hmm. And folks, children don't come with a instruction manual. Mm -hmm. So all children are different. So for me, I feel like anything before the time you can articulate in a thoughtful, thought-out way, mm -hmm. I think that it's too early. Mm -hmm. So I would never start a child on hormones at three. 
Hell no. I would never start a child on hormones at five. Mm-hmm. I never would start a child on hormones at nine. I wouldn't start a child or hormones until they can literally sit down mm-hmm. and engage with me in a mentally developed, very knowing what you want, a sense of self. A yes, like you self. can literally say, Mama, this is what I feel. This is why I feel it. I know that this is going to happen. I know this. I know that. Da, 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 da. Until you can articulate that to me that's when when you do that that's when i'm gonna be there to support you mm-hmm. in supporting into changes that we might need to go through yeah when you are young like i i, I remember there was a story that was really popular a couple of years ago about the princess boy the the mama the black mama was having um letting the son run around in dresses mm-hmm. so for me i know most people would be like I would be like, sure, go for it. (laughs) So if it was my child, now, if I see somebody doing that, I'm never going to shame them or be like, why are you letting your children do this? I'm never going to say that because I feel like I'm never, I'm not the person that ever wants to go in between how somebody raises their children. Right. Um, That's that's in a non-abusive way. Right. So, um, like, if you beating your child, I'm going to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you whooping them, I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> but right. I'm talking about if you're right. just out of there and going <laughs> crazy. But, um, but if I see it, I'm not going to say anything. But for me, that's too much. That's mm-hmm. I, I'm more of a control person. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be a person that gives my, like, the Jada and Will Smith type of uh. letting them go and do what they want and at a young young age so prior to puberty i'm gonna be like i bought these motherfucking clothes and you're going to wear what i want you to wear right as a parent is my duty to protect you in right your future. and i know how this world is and so right and like my mother raised me in my house you can do what you want but out in public no mm. you have to come because i don't know because you haven't articulated certain things mm. I don't know if you're going to grow up to be just a regular cis person. Mm. So, yeah. And that's, I, I read in that article. You, right. I need you. To, I need to teach you yeah. how to, the world works. And then when you can articulate how I want to bend these rules and you can tell me why you want to do it. And it's clear. Then that's when I say, all right. So now, you know that there's some consequences to this action. So now you 11, let's say 11. Or 12. And you say, oh, mommy, I want to wear these dresses to school. Uh I'm going to say, okay, so you know when you wear these dresses, everybody's going to be trying to bully you and tease you and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Are you ready for that? Are you going to be able to handle that? And if you tell me yes and I don't care about that and da-da-da-da-da, this is how I want to do it and better than you explain it to me like an adult. Uh I'll be like, okay, cute. Tip, 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 tip to the school. Hey, baby, my child is about to wear these dresses. And if people fuck with him, know that I'm going to be up here fucking with people's kids because I don't have time. I'm not one of them parents that's just going to let you bully my children or if my child say that they're being bullied, let the teachers handle it mm-hmm. and let the teachers ignore them because I've been bullied before. So I know and how y'all teachers can ignore. Mm-hmm. And y'all not going to do that with my child. I don't care if I have to take off take some PTO off of work to come up to school and pay some children to beat your kids up. <laughs> y'all want ten dollars? <laughs> y'all want a y'all want a video game? Go jump that person. 
That's me. See, <laughs> I got the video game right now. You ready? <laughs> so I won't get in trouble. See, at first I was like, yeah, I would let my son wear a dress at that young. But now I'm like, hmm, I probably would just like choose something gender neutral. Like Toms or something. You know, you ever seen those shoes? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Toms, like something like that. Like more like gender neutral stuff where we can mix it up here and there at home or, you know, whatever you want to do. But in public, it's kind of like I don't want to like because you know how some some people treat some kids like even adults be treating some kids weird if they see something different Mm -hmm. you know so and i mm. and i can't handle that that early and i feel like i would you don't want to put my children in the beginning that this is we do what mommy says (laughs) but i'm slowly giving you the freedom once you're old enough and we talk now that could happen at nine now understand i don't have a time limit yeah if at nine years old, my son or my daughter says, hey, this is what I want to do, and they can articulate it, not just say it, because I know some children can say, oh, I want to wear this dress. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're wearing these pants, and you're going to school, then this is what you're going to wear, and this is what I say it, and you're you going to listen to what I You wear a dress this weekend, or when you get home, you can wear whatever you I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Oh, I would not at certain a certain age. Uh-huh. But if you if you get to a certain age and you are telling me that you acknowledge that I want, I'm not just trying to wear a dress just to be wearing a dress. I'm trying to. This is my identity, and I want to identify as a girl. And you can articulate that to me. Then I'm gonna support that. Yeah. But if it's just, I want to like as if it's not about identity it's about what i want to do if oh. i i want to do like mm. i want to wear this yellow and all i got for you or okay so for example this yellow shirt is dirty mm. and i don't and i ain't done laundry so i want you to wear this blue shirt and mm. y- your yellow shirt is your favorite and you tell me i want to wear this yellow one that is my favorite shirt <laughs> if you don't get your motherfucking ass in this blue shirt i'm gonna beat your ass get in this blue shirt do what the fuck i tell you to do that's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to be like, oh, you can have the freedom to wear this yellow shirt. <laughs> no, it's like you're going to wear what I told you to wear because I said to do it. I'm more old school in my parenting like that. So, but once they get old enough to say, mm, I don't feel like I want to wear boy stuff anymore. Yeah. Why, baby? Because I don't. That's kind of how it was mm. with me. Like, my parents, they made me wear girl stuff at school. But when I came home, I could kind of lounge and whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, my mom was like, okay, it's looking like you kind of want more masculine stuff. So, okay, we could buy you masculine stuff. See, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I wouldn't force my kid to, like, okay, I wouldn't. I didn't like feel forced at the time. It was more. I was more focused oh, no, on the I'm social. Saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. saying, like. Like, oh, I understand I'm what Diamond No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I understand what Diamond <laughs> was saying. Like, oh, okay, if I bought these jeans and this jacket, that's all I got, and you want to wear something else that that I'm telling you not to wear, then no, you can't wear it. But I remember there was times when I was younger where my mom would make me wear a suit to church. And I would be like, this is going to be so embarrassing. And I remember it being so bad for me. I remember seeing my sister wear the little pretty Sunday dresses and stuff. And and I would have been okay with wearing just regular clothes. But, but since I was in like a little suit, it made it worse for me. 
And but so mm. if I wouldn't necessarily say there were certain clothes you had to wear, but as long as you wore like those gender neutral clothes, mm. I think that would be fine. And yeah. you, like Diamond said, you can articulate. Honestly. So say this is what I would have did mm-hmm. in that situation with your with your child. So me. So say that I got a eccentric little child. And I'm figuring, hmm, he might be a little queer or <laughs> something. Like, hmm, he get it from LGBT. his mama. So <laughs> let's see, let's see what he's gonna give. I would do this. I said, baby, we gonna wear you a suit, but I'm gonna let you pick out the color. Tell me what color you can't wear these dresses. Now, come on, work with me. <laughs> I'm gonna let you pick out the what's your favorite color. I don't care how bright, I don't care how floral, I don't care how, how what it is. But you're going to wear a suit, and you can wear whatever color you are. You just got to wear a suit for me, okay? So you're going to compromise. I'm going to try to compromise. <laughs> now, at certain ages, no. It just you five A five-year-old is not about to tell me what they're going to wear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm sorry. It's just, it's, you're not. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten is when, they're, when you can... When we yeah. can have long conversations like you're an adult, not like super, super adult concepts, uh-huh. but we can, you can understand me and respond. We can have a call and response that makes sense. <laughs> then I'm going to give you, my freedom is going to just be a little different. So it's just going to, it's going to gradually, I'm more restricting when you're young because I'm here to protect you and keep you safe and and guide you in the right direction. And then slowly I'm going to let my hand off the control and let you make the decisions. But in that scenario, I would have said, okay, well, we're going to, you can't wear the dresses, but we can, we can, we can have the same color suit as what you call his dress. You see what I'm saying? I would have tried to give you some kind of leeway to feel like you're making the decision, even if I'm tricking your mind into thinking. (laughs) That you're making the decision, but it's going to be, we're going to make it fun into a fun game of you choosing your clothes so you can feel good about it. And I'm just not making you, I'm wearing, you wearing this brown suit, you wearing this blue navy suit, you wearing this black suit. If I let you pick this pretty different color color suit, pink or whatever, I'll I'll work with somebody on that, but not at five. If I want you to be in a blue (laughs) suit, you're going to be in a blue suit. If I want you to be in a pinstripe suit, you're going to be in a pinstripe suit. Whatever. Five, you doing what the fuck I tell you to do. <laughs> Honestly, for me, it was when I was growing up, as I reflect, it was more about the social things that I mostly cared about. It wasn't really because I knew that the boys were wearing this. That's why I wanted to wear it because you were socialized. You're getting socialized as a boy. You're being called he, him. That's what I want. It wasn't what I was wearing that was really triggering me because I felt like a boy. I only socialized with boys. It was just how I was. But because y'all didn't recognize me as a boy was really bothering me the most. So uh, I wouldn't, I didn't really care about gendered stuff, but because I knew boys did this and boys got to do this, I was more, that's why I chose that way because I wanted to be seen how I felt like I should have been seen. So, mm-hmm. like, that's why I didn't really care if I wore the dresses and stuff. Like, it bothered me but because I, I knew girls would be, I mean, people would be like, you're pretty. You're such a pretty girl. That's mainly what bothered me about it. It wasn't, because if they was like, that boy's wearing a dress, I would have been like, okay, boy's wearing a dress. I'm the boy wearing the dress. Because I don't want to make it seem like trans people are all about what we wear at the same time. Because it wasn't even like that when I was young about 
the gendered stuff. It was mm-hmm. more how I was socialized. So mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting fact. Another aspect it's, of it, it. It's basically you saying that like the instead of it being clothing that triggered you, it was more how you yeah. treated the boys different than me. The socialization and how what yeah. we do and what we didn't do. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I think for me, that's why I say this sarcastically. I don't. I'm not meaning this in a um in um where I'm saying it's the truth. I'm saying I feel like y'all some real transsexuals because I didn't feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, this was this is I, I'm yeah, not the only one who has different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I in my mind, and I heard other trans people that I know talk like this too. Mm-hmm. So. I did not know that transition was possible. So I didn't think about it. It was, I'm just a boy. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't, there was nothing in my mind prior to 12 that said, oh, I feel like a girl. I want to be a girl. I feel like a girl. There was things that I wanted to do that girls did mm-hmm. and things that I wanted that girls happened, but I couldn't do it because, oh, like I had a super, super happy childhood. Like in this era, right. like my mother didn't get on drugs till like 13. So prior to that, my mom was a fucking amazing mom. Mm-hmm. So. And that's the misconception. Not all trans people are the same. Right. As far we as have when different realize Yeah. So right. for me, it was okay. My mama had a best friend who had a child that was three years older than me. So they would celebrate holidays together. And she was a girl. Her first child, my mama's best friend, first child was a girl. And my mama's first child was me, a boy. So when we would go to their, like, we would have presents at each other's house and we would go to there. And when we opened up presents, she got all the Barbie. She got all the. Girl shit, Barbie Playhouse, Malibu Barbie, and I'm getting a fucking yellow Tonka truck. I'm getting a train. I'm getting a Hot Wheels racetrack. I'm getting shit that my mama didn't know that I was a different. Yeah, She just got me what she thought boys like. Baby, yeah. I had Tessa. <laughs> right, I you had Tessa. Like, oh, so want this Barbie. Baby, we had a whole Barbie castle. Because <laughs> you were saying what she wanted. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't so for me, me, it wasn't in that. <laughs> It was I want I it once once I knew that oh this is what boys get mm-hmm. this is not what girls get and I'm not a girl so I'll just go over to Tenny's house which was my cousin mm-hmm. I'll just go over to Tenny's house when I want to play boy when I want to play with the Barbie so I will always be over that house playing with Barbies with Tenny I would never play with my shit even what my mama would see me sitting there and I got I'm putting like we were in Christmas and I'm with Tanny. <laughs> Playing with her Barbies and dusting my gifts down. <laughs> my mother's over it because I'm playing with the Barbies and playing blah blah blah. And she's like, Don't you want to put this together? And then, you know, the tracks, how you put the tracks yeah. together and then like the thing. puzzle pieces. Yeah. yeah. And and I would be like, Oh, I'll I do it later. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it later. But I'm here playing with the Barbies and put, putting barrettes oh. in hair, and that's what I would do. It was not until I got older and realized that I had the control to change it that I transitioned. Uh-huh. When I was younger, I didn't think that there was anything yeah. else. Like, my mind didn't go to, I want to be a girl. Yeah. It didn't say, or that I'm a girl. It was, my mama said that I'm a boy. Uh-huh. I can't have girl stuff because I'm a boy. But, ooh, I can play with girl stuff because I want to play with girl stuff. Uh-huh. I can go over my cousin Tanny's house. when. Oh, I can't wait to go over Tanny's house so I can play with the girl stuff. It wasn't, 
I didn't have the complexity yeah. to say, oh, I should be a girl at three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I didn't say that in my mind. Yeah. So that's the difference where other trans folks, they like, oh, I identified as a girl at five years old. Now, I did realize that I was different, that I was not yeah. like the other boys, mm -hmm. but I didn't have language. I didn't have... I didn't have the things that I know now. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to play with her stuff. Mm -hmm. It was, it wasn't about me being a girl when I was younger. It was about, I was the only child. My mama said that I was a boy. I see a PP just like I see my uncles and my brothers. No, I didn't have no brothers at the time, but I have a PP like the boys and not, I don't have a cuckoo like my mom. So you literally, this was the language. Right. <laughs> I have a PP like me, and so um, I knew that the boys that I went to school with, they had PPs like me because we would be at urinal, urinals, and I assumed I never peed with a girl. Well, yes, I had when we would be playing outside and nobody wanted to go in the house, and everybody had to pee. I knew that the boys that I played with, we could just stand up, pull our piece out, and pee on the tree. And the girl that we play with had to go behind the bushes and take her dress down and bend over so she wouldn't pee because it just she didn't have as much control as we had. So I knew she didn't have the equipment that I had, but I didn't identify I want to be her. You see what I'm saying? It was I knew she was different. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized that, oh, my God, this is possible. There's somebody out here. There's a doctor out here. That can give me hormones that can turn me into At a girl. At 12, you knew that? Mm hmm. Ooh, Damn, I wish I would have known okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, what? Not, it, but, it, was, it was because that language of me talking to people and yeah. hearing people have conversations, hearing an adult have conversations, <laughs> and hearing, and oh, oh in, at eight. Baby, no, 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 where grown folks is. But it only take is. one sentence. I remember, yeah. uh, let me tell you what happened. When I was nine years old, we were on this street called, um, Pennsylvania and 16th Street. My right on that street was a club. It was two clubs, like within two blocks of each other. One called the Varsity and one called Club Ten. The var both were gay clubs. And so, we this person is walking down the street. I knew this person was a man. Like I'm like, this is a man, but they got hair and makeup and. And it was so fascinating. And my mother is trying to cover my eyes up. She's talking to the person. What? Like talking to the boy, like, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Like, not, you know how um, yeah, like, messy black women be like, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Have uh, a good day. You know, like Miss yeah. Parker on Friday, where she's yeah. like, hey, mm hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like she, like uh, Craig's mama did, Miss <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parker. That's how my mama was doing her. And so <laughs> my mama was like, but I'm doing my hip now. My mom is pushing me my face behind her so she can't, so I can't see this drag queen. Cause that's what I think it was. Um, <laughs> I literally, I think that's what I think it was a drag queen. But I'm not 100% for sure. So, but I know I was amazed and looking under my mother's arm and moving my head and like, oh, wait, I'm trying to see cause I've never like, seen this in? before. And so, she was like, hey, Miss Didi, how are you? Da, 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 real animated. And I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, that is a boy. <laughs> in makeup, it's in funny, hair. It's because kids can dresses. clock. Kids can and really clock. I was clock. like, wow. And so <laughs> then, I seen that, then I seen that person. Then we, my mom had a friend who was a gay male. And 
I recognized something in him. Not anything sexual, because I wasn't a sexual being yet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't sexual. And so I would just be like, hmm, I'm like him. And then when I meet gay boys that was my peers, that was my age, I would be like, oh, we both claiming we not gay. Mm-hmm. We both claim, everybody calling us faggots, but we all saying, no, nah, I'm not gay. <laughs> and this is around 19 years old. And so I started to recognize certain things. And so once I got to 12 and 13, that's when I started to recognize that I was different than gay boys and I would sneak to the gay club and see the transsexuals. What? <laughs> oh, your ass was bad. <laughs> but remember, yeah. I went into a group home when I was when I was 13. Oh, okay. So we would sneak out of the window. <laughs> we supposed to be sleep, sneak out of the window and hit it. My friends would call. It's just so much. <laughs> and then at 12, I had some friends, some females, some um cisgender women girls they weren't women girls that were um they were fast too and not fast that ain't the right word they just was adulty (laughs) (laughs) so we would be at a club at three o'clock in the morning with y'all fast ass (laughs) pop into ace master ace (laughs) <laughs> don't play when it comes to my base hey. check it out baby check it out y'all <laughs> so it we would we would be literally popping like twerking like two live crew hey, uh, uh, at the club <laughs> Young and, so, and so getting involved with them and them being girls and being socialized as girls and my mother let me be free with them and they're they're pulling the tray and I want to be pulling the tray because they got all the hot boys because they were, you know, they were mixed girls. So all the niggas in the in the hood live for them. <laughs> so they're getting all the niggas and I wanted to be socialized like that. Yeah. So once I got to that level, then I found out the gay community and then I heard conversation like I was on a bus stop and heard these two transsexuals having a conversation about Dr. Garfield. And I looked him up in the white pages. This is how old I am. Wow. <laughs> there was no Google. <laughs> and I looked him up in the white pages and found the hormone doctor. And by the time I, I found, this was like 16. Wow. So 13 to 16, I had been living as a, uh, it, not full time, but I'm dressing up when I go out. Oh. <laughs> but not all the time. Oh. So once I, then I got on hormones at 16. Yeah. Yeah. So I lied and said I was nineteen, and yeah. he got me some a prescription. That's what's up. See, that's the See, misconception. People think it's supposed to be a specific age. You're supposed to know about mm-hmm. you being trans. Like some people don't find out till they're like thirty something, yeah. or forty something, that's fifty something. So it's just like it depends on the person, really. Like, I don't think nowadays. I don't think it should take that long. Yeah, because cause you, the it's information. Too many, it's too much information. Yeah. It's too. Ex- I didn't meet a trans person till I was older. Like it's it's too out there now. Yeah, it's too accessible for you to see if you relate to this. I don't think it would take that long. Yeah, now mm-hmm. that's but why I, I feel like it's important to have this conversation. How young is too young? Because people could easily access it more. Right, quicker. I feel like I, I feel like there's not a, a time frame that is acceptable and not acceptable where you decide, hey, this is who I am. Because some, some trans people are like, oh, if you didn't know when you was one and a half years old that you're you were trans. You're not a real one. You're not real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you realized when you were 42? Hmm. 
Yeah. You lived your life I'm, that I'm long. Kinda, I'm kind of that girl too. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It feel. It seems. I don't know. Like I. I don't say it, but <laughs> I don't ever say it out loud. But when I meet somebody that waits till they're old to do it, I'm like, girl. Yeah. Sometimes I'm that. I'm not even gonna lie. More that I'm. T- I'm that way too. But I'm. That's not problematic. Gonna, I yeah. know it is. That's why I don't say it out loud. But in my yes. mind, I'm like, but okay. Then I have to be like, bitch. Okay. <laughs> There's not a certain way to be more. You're not gonna be trans enough if you don't do this or that. Yeah, we gotta undo that way of thinking. It makes you know what that (laughs) makes me think of. Like my mom will always say, "Look, I know that that you want to be who you want to be, but you have to dress this certain type of way in order to do this in life, and you're gonna have it bad if you don't be this certain type of that." This is what she said when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I guess in a way to try to protect me. And my way of thinking is maybe these people who fa- who decided to transition when they were older knew who they were when they were younger, but decided to live this mm. life to fulfill a certain type of uh, achievement or goals. They didn't want that transness to hold them back, and probably that's why they waited for so long. But I I I, I think that it, yeah absolutely yeah. I think that's true. But I think it's out of fear. It's not out of um freedom and anything you doing out of fear i don't think is right um yeah i think that um i don't know i just hmm, i just have to be honest i do judge people who transition older um but that is a that is my privilege talking yeah you see what i'm saying i feel like i was uh, it's hard for me to call it a privilege but my mother getting on drugs and me being in a group home, there was a certain level of freedom that I had that somebody else may not have had. Right. Because I didn't give a fuck about the staff members in my group home. They weren't going to, they under the state. So they got rules. They can't kick you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a certain level of freedom and they weren't going to abuse me. Where if you and somebody, somebody else was in their regular home, that's why it's kind of hard for me to call it a privilege because being in a group home ain't, eh. There's privileges that come with it. Like, yeah, I when remember, there's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was about to say, there's certain level, like when people think about, when people, when I tell people I'm a group home, they always go into this, oh my God, that was really hard for you, huh? But you got to understand that this is a state funded organization, funded house, that it gave me access to shit that if I was in my mama's home, I never, like, we went to Disney World. I wouldn't have went to Disney World. Yeah. If I was with my mom, my mom is a poor black woman, uh, never went past his 10th grade drug addict. I never at the time, I never would have went to Disney World. Um, They had this program that they put us in called Youth as Resources, where they taught us how to write grants when I was 12 and 13 years old. Oh, wow. And the access to certain things that I never would have got access to. If I lived in the hood with my mom. Yeah. So there were certain privileges that came with being a group home that I'm like, mm, it's hard for me to call it. It's hard for me to like navigate the space of saying that, oh, this is a privileged space that I was in because I wasn't with my family either. So it looks it looks there's a negative side and a yeah. positive side. So I think that some people who stay in their mama's and dad's house, they could be exposed to abuse. They could be exposed to um the risk of getting kicked out, um, disowned. We saw that imposed to move the show. Have y'all been watching it? Yeah. Um, we saw that imposed being get kicked out. So we there's certain people that those pressures, everybody, me and um 
me and um money from queer walk Montanique was like you know we have a rebellious personality like we have a, a personality that was nurtured and naturally in us that makes us no we're not gonna do what you're trying to tell us to do like we fighters yeah. we're like you know we we buck up against the system because that's in our nature but it's some people who are not naturally like that yeah there's some people who are more timid yes. and more conformist and it's just na- their nature to be that type of person I've met so many clients that would like dl be like oh mm-hmm. I, d- I admire you so much because you live in your truth and i'm too cowardly to yeah. like some people are not like that stand strong. from the polls you're <laughs> yeah. so, so he he said it he said it to angel like you live in your authentic self i'm living this yeah. ideal that i'm living right you know and it's it's not like i want to be a woman but i'm still trying to fit this ideal mm-hmm. and i think that people who transition later that's why i don't say it out loud because i understand it i understand that they they just didn't have the strength to come out when they came out yeah. they felt like it, they had the fear of not losing things and so i don't judge them and i don't think just like we're talking about what's too young yeah. i don't think there's a too old yeah. just like caitlin even though she's problematic as fuck Ugh. but say that caitlin <laughs> wasn't problematic say that there was an amazing athlete that came out and wasn't problematic right you get what i'm saying like her that wasn't a republican that was been a democrat <laughs> all of his life and you know we would treat her we would have treated her differently right you feel what i'm saying so say we had a a black version of like Gregory. Uh, he's didn't he didn't um, what the fuck is that? Dick Gregory. Say uh, Dick Gregory. He did. Uh, he ain't that old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Say Dick Gregory came out and transitioned. Not I, that he would do that. I but would be living for it. You'd be like, ow. Ow. <laughs> you know, we would wear it out. <laughs> um, if he had passed before he passed transition, we would have been like, oh, he could. He we would have supported him. Of course, yeah. there would be some people who didn't, but right. we would have supported him, and he wouldn't have been problematic. He wouldn't have been a Caitlyn because she come from cis white malehood. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something we. It's never too old, mm-hmm. and I would. Yes, I, I gotta. I'm still growing. <laughs> we working. We working. We working on ourselves. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> still growing and understanding certain things, but I do understand that there are certain people that don't have the temperament to transition and battle against a system because this is a system. This is multiple yeah. systems that we're fighting against, and sometimes it's small within our homes and sometimes it's big like oh i can't transition at work i'm gonna lose my seventy thousand dollar a year job if i transition then what i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying there's so many bigger decisions that you yeah. gotta make because i know me it's like oh my money is important to me yeah. so if i was gonna lose it i'm like Ooh. yeah be open right. or not to be open yeah like Z's friend, his friend's mom is like a millionaire and because he transitioned she kicked him to the curb yeah, see, like you want to get access to like, those coins? Do I want to get my coins? Right. Or do I want to live on my truth? Or even on pose, even though I want to break the thing for anybody, do I lose out on my coin or do I get my sex change? Exactly, Electra. Yeah. We that we already talked about. Okay, it. but um, Electra. Yeah, it's it it's it's, <laughs> it's a battle when you are trying to be yourself. It's a battle. That's in anyone. That's just not trans. That's anybody. Yeah. If you're trying to be yourself. It is a battle when you're trying to be something that's outside of the status quo. Right. So. Hell yeah. This is a good subject. Yeah. (laughs) It's very important. Yep, 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 yep. So support your children. Right. um, Don't be an asshole. 
Support your children in due time. There is no right or wrong answer. As long as you are providing them a loving, caring space and you're not abusing them, I think it'll all work out. Right. Um, so that's all I got. Y'all ready for the question of the day? Yes, ma'am. All right, so the question of the day is, what is the most useful thing your parents taught you that you still use today? Man, my daddy taught me how to finesse with your mouthpiece. Oh. <laughs> like, he's the greatest finesser I've ever met in my life. Mm. He know how to finesse anything. He's a smart military man, know how to work through things and finagle, so I kind of just finagle my way through <laughs> okay <laughs> so that's really about it like that's one of the greatest things he taught me mm. how to be mentally strong the importance of being because he's a short guy too he's a small guy but he can always outsmart people okay. yeah okay what about you <laughs> well my mama always taught me not to give up like no matter what situation she was in, she always figured out a way to get through it. Like when it, it just seemed like, bitch, I don't know what we gonna do forever. My mama would pull something out her ass like, oh, bitch, we got this, and I'd be like, oh, okay. And so she just she got pills for everything that I see. She, she got everything you my need. My mama could angle. <laughs> like, well, not even that. She just a survivor. Like. Yeah, I've seen her do whatever she can. So it just what it taught me was that no matter how hard life life gets, if you try, you can get past whatever struggle it is. I think mine is in that same vein too. My mom, come on, mothers. Yeah. Um, my mom taught me how to stretch a fucking dollar. Like my mom, it's the same exact thing. Like. I could take, give me $10 and you can eat for a long time with this $10. Yes. <laughs> like, just, and be full. Mm-hmm. Um, she taught me how to hustle. I remember when we moved to Boston um, when I was nine. She knew the pantries, the soup kitchens, the pantries, everything in the whole city that give you free shit. We would hit them up every single day. Like, if this church gave you, open up their pantry at, on Tuesday, we would hit them Tuesday. Next, what church opens on Wednesday? Hit them on Wednesday. What church opens mm-hmm. on da 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 da? Oh, this church is giving you um, free assistance with your light bill. Just bring your light bill da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Oh, this 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 company is giving you this is this. So, she taught me how to hustle and survive. Mm-hmm. And so. I just know how to make coins and know how to um, stretch my coins, even if it's just a little bit of them, and how to make shit work because you can get some free shit everywhere. So being, I couldn't see myself um, hungry. Mm. I've never been hungry. Like, I've been homeless, Mm -hmm. but I've never been hungry because I know how to hustle and give me a meal because of my mom. My mama definitely taught me how to survive and stretch a dollar and Mm -hmm. make it work. Right. Yes, mom. So come on, mom. Shout out to black mothers and white mothers if you got yes. one of them. <laughs> and Spanish mothers if you got oh, them. Okay. So shout, shout out, out to mommy. moms out here working and teaching your kids how to survive. So that was the show, y'all. Good night. Good Bye-bye. Morning. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes, 
and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Oh,